Hi, my name is Tracy Henry, and I'm part of the National Academic Success Team. And we decided that we wanted to try to do some podcasts to support our students during this trying time of social isolation. So today I've decided to interview uh, Stephanie Martell Guyberson, who is a life coach and has a certification in holistic health. She has over 10 years of experience and has some really good tips and tricks of the trade of what we can do during this time. So welcome, Stephanie. I'm glad you're here with me today. Thank you, Tracy. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. And then I just wanted to ask you a couple of questions. One of them was, what's the best way to handle stress during this time? Because, you know, you're feeling overwhelmed and don't know really where to start. It's totally understandable. I mean, these have been an amazing couple of past weeks, right? So um, people are upended from their routines. They're really not sure where to start. So the first place I would suggest is to check in with yourself physically. I like to use an acronym, it's the word HALT. So it's hungry, angry, lonely, tired. You know, are you hungry? Are you hungry for physical connection? Are you hungry for food? Are you hungry for an emotional connection? Um, and then the A is for anger. Are you feeling angry about this whole thing? How are you channeling it? Uh, what are you doing to get that anger out? Um, lonely, again, it's that the connection with other people, because this social isolation can be quite a, um, it's quite trying. It's its very difficult. So you really have to um, make an effort to connect with people, whether it's on Zoom or FaceTime or um, some kind of video so that you don't feel that loneliness. And then lastly is tired uh, for tea. Um, stress can really do a number on your body and you want to make sure that you're getting enough sleep each night so that you don't feel overwhelmed starting your day the next day. Because um, although we've been in social isolation for a, a week or two now, some people a little longer, uh, it sounds like we might be in it for a little longer and you just want to pace yourself and know that you can handle what's coming up. That's funny that you should say that. I'm looking at all these memes and everything, and one of them is I should probably socially isolate from my refrigerator. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> I need some isolation from my refrigerator. And making myself, again, um, you know, that loneliness piece, really trying to make myself reach out is something that I've, I have to make myself do as well. So, Stephanie, one problem that I seem to have is, is creating a schedule or time management. I actually work from home, and that shouldn't be an issue for me. But now that everybody's working from home, it's, it's an issue for me to try to schedule around that. Do you have any suggestions about what to do about scheduling and time management? I know. It's, it's such a tricky thing because people are working from home now, and they also have probably family home around them as well and possibly kids. And then you also may be trying to do schoolwork as well. So there are a lot of things that are thrown into the mix that weren't there before, and it makes for a challenging schedule for sure. Um, one thing I would say is just let go of your expectations of how this is going to go, because um, this is new to everybody. No one knows how to do it, and it's okay to not get everything right the first go around. But I would suggest definitely, if you haven't already, to create some kind of routine or schedule because we really thrive on routine as humans and um, it gives you a sense of groundedness and it gives you a feeling that you can really accomplish things 
Whereas um, if you don't have a schedule, you're kind of willy nilly and trying to, um, you know, go by the seat of your pants. A lot of times you don't get done what you need to get done. So um, what I would suggest is making a list each day. Even I even do this with my four year old. You know, we come up with a schedule and what we're going to do and when mommy has to work and what he would like to do. And then we try to stick to that schedule. Of course, things are going to come up. You're not going to be able to do it perfectly. But it does give you a little bit of structure where you can feel a little sense of normalcy and it'll make you feel accomplished and a little grounded along the way. Yeah, I I find that with myself. I'm having trouble to just, again, I need those priorities. I need those goals. I need time. And I think the thing that's bothering me the most is when it's going to end. So Mm -hmm. how do I change that mindset of when it's going to end or what we're going to do? Because that seems to be the, the biggest problem it is for me is the unknown. Exactly. And I think that's a huge problem for everybody. You know, it's that feeling of uncertainty, that feeling of like, oh my gosh, what is this? And how much longer are we going to have to do this? Um, so the idea is to really just try to find the silver lining. So when you're thinking of things like, oh, God, I'm stuck at home with you know my whole family and I have to do all this stuff and I don't have any time to myself. Instead of thinking that way, you can say, you know what? I get to be safe in my home and spend time with my family and eventually this too will end. You know, So it's kind of just flipping the thought on its tail. Another thing that people think about a lot is, you know, running out of items. I guess there was, you know, the whole toilet paper run. (laughs) Toilet paper run. Oh, geez. It'll be in the, Um, it'll be in the history books, our toilet paper uh, debacle. I know. I know. (laughs) And now they're rationing it. So that's even a funnier thing. Um, But, you know, you know, I will run out of items at, at home during my isolation time. You have to remember that most of the important places are open. They're restocking daily. Food stores are open. They're restocking daily. So you just say, I've prepared for this. I have what I need and I'll use my items wisely. And when I run out, then I can go to the store and get more. It's just kind of talking yourself down from the ledge, you know? Exactly. Um, you know, I feel like that um, I'm a big control freak. And so I want to um, change something. Or, and so I, I was understanding what you were talking about, but that change what you can and accept what you can't. That's something that I'm trying to practice daily right now. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, it's everyone is feeling this way. Everyone's not sure what to do, how to act, what to say, you know, what to believe. Everything that comes up in the news is different every day. There's more numbers now because they're testing. So it gets overwhelming. But what I would suggest is, you know, control what you can. Do not check in with the news all day long because that will probably send you over the edge. But just, you know, make it a pact, like check in in the morning and then check in once at night and just kind of see what's going on. And then allow yourself to let it go because you're doing your part in doing the self-isolization and you just have to control what you can and let go what you can't. That's great, great advice. And, you know, I'm getting a little bit more of the swing of life at home, but I I know you've got a four-year-old kid. Both of my two children are uh, in isolation somewhere else that I can't even see them. They're older uh, in college. But what are you doing? What are some things that you're trying to do when you have kids, when you're trying to work from home and keep up with your classes? How do you uh, manage that? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely hard. You know, this was not meant to be how it is all the time. That's why it's really hard. You're basically working a couple jobs all at once, right? The full-time mom, the work, the student, 
you know, a lot of people have all three. So that can be very overwhelming. So the first thing I would say is just to be gentle with yourself during this time. You know, some some people are better with uncertainty than others. You can't beat yourself up about that. You just have to do the best you can and know at some point this will end and you'll go back to your normal life. So um, I would suggest just giving yourself the chance to find your new normal. Again, come up with a schedule that you can possibly follow a little. And then think about what you're good at. Like, what are you, are you good at organizing? Focus on that. Organize your house, organize how you're going to get things done, organize uh, who can help you while you're trying to get things done. You can enlist, you know, yesterday we cleaned part of the toys and the books and everything. And my four-year-old was vacuuming and he loved it, you know, so. <laughs> I love it. You just have to, you have to kind of think creatively and think out of the box and just try to do things differently because this is a different time. You're not going to be able to do everything you normally do and the same way that you like to do it. So I would say try to embrace it too, you know, give yourself credit. You've survived different things in the past. You'll survive this and just do, um, you know, like a lot of people are talking about all these different projects that they're getting done that they haven't had time to do. Um, and I think that's a great thing. I would love to paint my mudroom. That's one of the projects I would love to do. But um, just think about things that, you know, you can take advantage of while you're home instead of feeling like you have to get all the things done. You, you definitely have to prioritize. You know, if you have children to care for, you have to prioritize that. If you have schoolwork that needs to get done, you have to prioritize that. If you have work that needs to get done, you have to prioritize that. So you have to... Again, come back to a, a basic schedule or a routine in order to um, get those things done. But just know that everyone is in the same boat. We are all trying to juggle all these things, and it's overwhelming. I agree. I agree. I'm looking at my desk right now at piles and piles saying, why are you not just organizing your desk right now? That would be mm -hmm. nice. You can maybe okay. see the bottom of it. Mm -hmm. So that's really great. Um, some really good advice. What are some tools that you might, uh, that you can help me to manage stress? Can you think of some things like that? You talked earlier in the podcast about talking to friends. Yes. I think that's a really big part of this. You know, when you're taken out of your normal routine and your normal socializing routine, it really is jarring because part of the reason that we really thrive is our connection to other people. So I would really suggest uh, continuing trying to connect with them through FaceTime, Zoom, or any other. We have Google Duo. We use that because just because you're physically distant, it doesn't mean you have to be emotionally distant. With the technology today, you can do so much to connect with people. And this is a time to really ask for support from other people, you know, feeling a little down. Do you want to talk? Or we had one of Marty's friends, moms contact us and say, oh, you know, Grayson would really love to talk to Marty. And, you know, they just looked at each other. They didn't even talk. <laughs> they don't even know what to do. Yeah, they're four. But, you I know, love it. It's, it's great that I'm so happy she reached out and it just, we talked and it was, it was just a nice connection. So I would really suggest constantly um, when you're feeling like you need it, reach out, you know, make that step and just ask people to connect because it'll really help you. Um, another tool I would suggest is um, meditation, that if, um, if that's something that interests you or prayer or whatever spiritual practice you may have can be very, very helpful. Taking walks, even stretching. One thing I was thinking about also is that, you know, 
when we're taken out of our everyday routine, we don't have that same time to ourselves as well. So you think about like your morning commute or um, you know, certain times that you had just to kind of think about what you're doing and your life. And now we don't have that. It's like all people all the time because we're in the house with them. So you really need to take some time for yourself, whether it's through, you know, just looking out the window and daydreaming a little bit for five minutes each day, or, you know, going for a walk with your dog or doing a little meditation or stretching or hopping on YouTube and doing an exercise class, whatever it is, you really need to take some time for yourself to figure out what you need to de-stress. I know you talk a lot about uh, that and you don't think about that. I have downtime in my car when I'm driving or doing anything. I don't even put music on. I just literally have silence. And so you realize that you forget that, that we take that for granted. That yes. silent time is something that we all need to just kind of reboot our brains. And so yes. I totally agree with that. You also talk a little bit about uh, the simple joys, about un- don't underestimate the great power of the piece of chocolate. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, it's like we're all in this like panic mode. So it feels like all of our actions have to be these big sweeping moments of, you know, making sure everyone's safe and making sure everything's set up. But you have to stop and just enjoy yourself each day, whether it's you know an exercise class, a piece of chocolate. Um, I know people are joking about drinking through this whole pandemic. <laughs> I wouldn't suggest that, but um, a glass of wine if you enjoy that. Um, you know, just just simple joys of life because that paired with other simple joys is really what's going to get you through. You don't want to delay the joy. Because then you'll just be a big stress ball. You want to make sure that you're enjoying yourself a little each day, even among the stress. So that's really that true meaning of a staycation versus vacation. So we're yes. really having our own staycation. Yes, we can have a great staycation if you kind of forget what's going on, right? You exactly. Can <laughs> organize your house. You can <laughs> have a glass of wine. You can just really enjoy yourself. But um, I know that the news really creeps in. So it's it's just a balance. It's a balance, just like any other thing that happens in life with that um, you know, challenge. You really have to kind of check in with yourself and figure out what is going to you know, make you feel better and be good for you at the same time. And then also you know, maybe support others and have them support you too. That's great, great, great advice. You also um, said that you have a simple tool or an easy way of doing a meditation um, technique or from home. Can you uh, explain it, you think, over the podcast? Sure. Um, well, there are, I, I did want to just bring attention to all of the options um, on your phone, the different apps that are available. Um, Headspace has a new collection of content and there it's to help manage stress and anxiety and it's called Weathering the Storm. And I think it was specifically made for this time. Um, it's free right now, so I would really that. suggest you know hopping on there and downloading that. It's just a simple app, very easy to use, and um, it's a really great uh, way to kind of fit in that de-stressing. Um, there's also a meditation app called Balance, um, and they're providing a free one-year subscription throughout the month. So that's kind of exciting. Even after this is over, you can still take advantage of it. And then... Um, Yoga classes. I mean, there are a ton of yoga studios offering free classes online, and there's also a lot on YouTube as well. So um, I would definitely consider those. 
As far as like a, a quick meditation, I had read something. I thought it was really great. Just It was just very quick and very easy to do for yourself. So what you would want to do is just stand tall. And you can think about almost like the Superman pose. Like you just have your chest up and you're just gently holding your arms down and breathing normally. You want to bring your hands up in prayer position at your heart. And you take a deep breath. And you recite out loud. My body is healthy, my mind is strong, and my heart is full. And you can do this at any time of the day. That posture will really kind of ground you and center you. And um, when your mind and your body and your heart are aligned, you really reach that true health. It will bring you some feeling of peace and calm and make you feel grounded. So That's wonderful, wonderful advice. Well, Stephanie, you have given some wonderful advice today. If we could just summarize this podcast on three main topics, what would you say that would be today? I would say um, the first would be definitely to create some kind of schedule or routine just to give yourself a sense of normalcy because we all thrive with predictability. And then the second would be to just be gentle with yourself. Everyone is going through this. Uh, you know, we haven't ever been through this before and hopefully won't be again. So, you really have to kind of go easy on yourself with your expectations and how you think things are going to go and kind of let go of that perfectionist mentality to do all the things, you know. Um, and then the third thing I would say is to take advantage of the resources available to you now. Um, if you're stressed, out, there are so many things online that you can use for free, a lot of things for free, and um, it can really help you through this trying time. Well, Stephanie, thank you so much for having this conversation with me today, and I'm looking forward to doing some other podcasts about how to support different challenges that we're having. And again, thank you so much. It's a pleasure. It was great talking to you, Tracy. You too. 